Good morning, winners, and welcome to the Wrong Button Podcast. I am joined once again by the other end of the couch co-op, Nick. What's up? And we're going to talk about something dear to your heart and near to my heart, swords. I don't like them that much, but yeah, they're pretty cool. (laughs) What do you mean you don't like them that much? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would rather have a gun, but... (laughs) All right. I mean... As an adult, practicality speaking, I think, yeah, most of us would would have, like, a firearm, like, whether yeah. real or a fictional that we'd rather have. But <laughs> you can't tell me when you were a kid and you saw somebody, like, cut a bullet in half with a sword. Oh, yeah. Someone pulled out a katana that, like, you, were, you weren't, you know, all aboard that hype train. I mean, definitely. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I wasn't, but as I've grown older... <laughs> I mean, I'd still be pretty scared if somebody fucking whipped out a sword. I'd be like, okay, yeah, it's time for me to leave this area because there's a fucking ninja here. See, I, I have a dueling tunic that I, that I like to keep around because, like, my, my favorite thing is anytime someone would be like, especially at work, my manager goes, well, I disagree with you. And I sit there and I go, well, broadswords at dawn. Because <laughs> what, what do you say to that? It's like, do, do you say yes and hope that I don't show up with two broadswords? Uh, right. Or do or you... you- you say yes, you get overconfident and killed by this guy who is like a sword master and you didn't realize. Oh, my manager is not a sword master. He has high blood pressure. I do not think he would be able to use a sword that well. This is going to be the one podcast he listens to. Yeah, right. Good luck. <laughs> That's okay. I didn't, I didn't throw his name out there. Um, yeah, but uh, I figured we would talk about swords because you and I are currently going through uh, Metal Revengeance. Gear Rising Revengeance. Yeah. And uh, in an episode coming up, I had my only like real critique about any design thing here mm-hmm. um, was was to the fact that Raiden went from this this interesting enough sword oh, yeah. to, just to a katana. katana. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially like coming off of uh, when we get to Sam's because you're right, Sam's is the same thing. It's just red. But that M4 hilt that fires the sword out at yeah. like Fast that enough speeds, yeah, yeah, that that to me that to me does it. Now, uh, Nick, what is your? Uh, I I do not know the history of the sword. However, okay. I can tell you the literary history of like the sword. Are you familiar with any of that? You know, you gave me a little bit of reading material, and I tried to look at it, and I had too many other things going on at once, so what I ended up doing was um, getting confused and dropping everything. (laughs) So, I have two two Wikipedias pulled up here um, for The Hero with a Thousand Faces, which is a Mm -hmm. book you told me to um, look up and look at, Um, and I sort of thrown through the Wikipedia article, and I also have the the Hero's Journey sort of... um, uh, I guess literary um, tool. Mm-hmm. Tool is probably not the right word. Literary um, thing um, pulled up on Wikipedia as well. Yes, um, and I. Funny enough, I actually have the book here with thousand faces in front of me because mm-hmm. why wouldn't I? This is one of the few times where I'm like, oh, my degree. I could, I could, I can do this. I can talk about <laughs> this. I, I can do this. It's not useless. Um, here, the hero's journey has a has a has a pretty pretty once i say it, you're gonna be like oh yeah that makes sense you have the call to adventure you know i'm looking at this little um diagram right here and when i looked at it yesterday I like, <laughs> oh, that makes total sense and i've definitely seen that before yeah probably not since like grade school or something but like yeah call to adventure refusal to call supernatural aid um the crossing of the first threshold 
the belly of the whale. Um, and then one of the, the final ones is uh, the refusal to return, the magic flight, uh, the rescue from without, the crossing of the return threshold, master of two worlds, and then freedom to live. And then the final one is actually like, um, no, nah, I, I, I kind of just have to fuck off because I can't, I can't go back to, to the world um, that uh, I've been I can't, like I can't... absorbed by the the, the journey now. Mm-hmm. Like oh, okay, um, the greatest uh, ev- or the greatest like a uh, like the easiest one is called the Scouring of the Shire. If you're a Lord of the Rings fan, okay. Um, Frodo goes on this long epic journey. So do Sari. I'm um, sorry. So do Mary, um, Sam, and Piven. Mm-hmm. And they go through. They literally save the world from the ultimate evil that they've ever known. Yeah, that's plagued them for generations. And then they go back, um, and like Mary and Pippin go back, and like a rogue band of goblins or orcs or bandits like take over, and they're human size, mm-hmm. and they literally go through and just kill them. They're like, yeah, like seriously we've we've been fighting orcai like what what do you or yeah, guy like what do you have yeah what are you exactly and then um frodo you know he gets back and he leaves but um the the part that i want to focus on since we're talking about swords is do you know what the sword in literary uh like literary canon almost represents universally not i do not i'm not gonna even pretend i do that's fine it's your inheritance interesting um, you you get a sword because normally th- think about um let's go to the most prolific swords out there um i got two two in mind and i and i can i can go out to a few others to to even do that as well okay um first sword excalibur mm-hmm. like I, I can go into a brief history of that excalibur was uther pendragon's sword it was gifted to him by the lady of the lake mm-hmm. he stabs it into a rock and he says whoever shall pull the sword shall hence be known forth as king yeah Hence, King Arthur pulls it and becomes king. Becomes king. He gets his father's blessing. Mm-hmm. If you want to take that back further, mm. and we're gonna we're gonna do a bit of a pull because this one is a little bit different. The fall of Troy, right? Okay. Uh, the Greeks are sacking Troy because the Trojan horse gets in there, right? Right. Um, Priam, who is the the king of Troy, uh, grabs the sword of Troy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is this gorgeous sword. With this, uh, with this great hilt, and he gives it to son of um, Aphro. Hang on, I gotta look this up. <laughs> Aphrodite. Um, I think it's no, it's not Eros. Um, I have no idea what it is. So this is all you, man. Ah. Uh, uh, it's it all right. He ends up giving it to to the son. I think it's the it's the son of Aphrodite, who is one of the Trojan the Trojan soldiers, okay. and Aphrodite whisks him away. Um, and he says, "Whoever shall hold this this sword shall be able to found a new Troy." And I've never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. And he they leave. Uh, the Greeks come in. Troy gets destroyed. Um, the Odyssey happens. Then you get the Aeneid. Hmm. Um, the Aeneid is the story of Aeneas mm-hmm. and the founding of what would become the Roman Empire, right? Interesting. Roman sounds kind of like Trojan. A little bit off, but, you know, mm-hmm. similar. And takes the sword of Troy to create the sword of Rome. And then when the ghoul, the gal, the ghoul, um, the, 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 the ghoul, thank you. Yeah, thank you. 
when the Gauls start ransacking all of the Roman Empire, uh, and we know the Romans made it all the way to to uh, to Britannia, to the Greater Britannian Empire. Yeah, to the Greater Britannian Empire. Uh, the sword of Troy makes it there, and once it falls into the hands of mm. one Uther Pendragon, becomes who stabs Excalibur. it into a sword and becomes Excalibur. So it's this, yeah, it's it's a really long line of that. And then like, let's go from there. Um, let's take on uh, Star Wars. Um, okay. What was okay? Let, let's start here before we go into that one. Um, <laughs> what was your what was the first time you saw a sword and you're like, oh my god, that's so cool. Holy shit. Um probably middle school. You know, like when like Naruto was still big and like a lot of like the shonen manga manga and like anime was still big, like bleach and all that. So, Zabuza and his giant sword exactly. and like the, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably really around that time, just probably like early puberty when I started getting like angsty and shit. <laughs> Probably when I found a cool interest in swords, <laughs> if I had to exactly when. And if somebody really wants to take a look into this, they can also now uh, do a psychoanalysis of Freud with us talking about swords and you talking about puberty. Yeah, exactly. Great. We're going to unlock that door. Wonderful. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it like for me, it was Star Wars. Like I, I can go back to when Luke <laughs> turned on this lightsaber that can cut through anything. It can deflect bullets. Mm-hmm. Um you know, that was amazing. And then, you know, the lightsaber he gets is Excalibur. It's his father's lightsaber. It's gifted yeah, to him. I figured that's where you were going with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. So that was always really cool. And then you also read um, Redwall. Yeah, Redwall. Oh, I guess you're right. Okay, yeah, because the Sword of Martin ends up in... Um... Matthias's hands? Yeah, I think his name... Yeah, Matthias. Yeah, and then after that point, because that's... Not canonically the first, but that's sort of where, like, the story has a jumping-off point. But, like, yeah, every other Abbey warrior is like, oh, thanks, last person who had the sword. There's still blood on it, but... Really? Yeah. See, I read I read The Legend of Luke. I read Martin the Warrior. I mm-hmm. read Redwall. I don't three think are I... very, very intertwined because they're all... They all have something to do with Martin the Warrior, who is, yeah. like, god, basically, to these mice. Um, and then it was, I read Marl Fox. Marl Fox. I don't, I've only read that once. And it was a long fucking time ago. I don't know. I read that like three about. times. It was my first, it was actually my first Redwall book. Oh, yeah. my uh, first was I, Redwall proper. I feel like I started out in a good spot. You did. Um, or I'm, I'm going to say you did. Um, cause like I, I read Marl Fox and it wasn't until I found out it was part of a series. Cause was, I remember being confused through it. I was like, in yeah, they're making grade. references to things I don't quite understand. Exactly. Um, but you and I, uh, yeah, you and I uh, are, are going through this, and um, I had the critique where it went from uh, a sword, or it went from this really unique style of sword. Mm-hmm. Like, it was still kind of katana-esque, but it, it was like it a, was a, a long. I mean, it looked like a long, yeah, like, K-bar, or like, generic combat knife with, like, the um, parachute cord wrapped around the handle. Which, to me, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, the K-bar's been in service since World War, no, World War Two, I think, is, is what um, Probably. That blade came out. I mean, knives like, like that have been around probably since we realized that a sharp barb could do more damage. You know, probably. Um, and just, but like being like, I'm gonna extend it, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a sword. It was like, I'm here for it. Exactly. It looks so cool. It, it really does. Um, 
and then we go to we go to Sam's. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you have a favorite sword in that game so far? Yeah, Sam's definitely. Just well, I mean, I'm a sucker for the color red anyway. Okay, so. I get that. I'm honestly surprised it didn't turn purple when you touched it. Like, since your stuff is all blue and your electricity, like you're doing, oh. is blue. I'm like, oh, it'd be cool. It'd be a purple sword. No, that's not going to happen. No. I think purple would be kind of like... You just love purple, I think. I think you need more... I think you just want more representation of the color purple and <laughs> your favorite things. I do love the color purple. <laughs> However, cyan is a great color for everything else. Like, if it's futuristic, put cyan on it. Oh, yeah. Um, now... Uh... Now, do you have, and we'll we'll talk like intermittently about like different swords out there. Do you have a, a style of sword? Because your favorite manga is, uh, your favorite manga is Berserk. Berserk, yeah. Um, what? So let, let let's talk about that because you've shown me some of the swords in that. What is? And I cannot remember the name of it, and I apologize. What is the name of Guts's? primary sword towards dragon the slayer. end dragon slayer mm-hmm. actually used to slay a dragon no was supposed was, to be it was supposed to be the, the king at that time was like hey make me a sword that can kill a dragon and everybody was like you got it i'll make a sword made of gold it has all these jewels and the blacksmith was like well that's fucking stupid that's not going to kill a dragon so he just made big sword made out of heavy material Put a sharp edge on it and said, "Called it a day, pretty much." To put it on a stick. I'm not. If I'm not saying that sword is technically a zompak toe. Um, zompak, um, I guess technically it's, a, it's been used to cut through horses. Yeah, <laughs> it's an know, how does, weapon. Yeah, how, how does because guts uses that with uh, one hand several times? Correct. No, I mean in like like the early chapters, but like there's only so far you can suspend your disbelief. Fair enough. Yeah. I can. Like in like I... the very first chapter, he holds it in his mouth. And I'm like, well, that's fucking stupid. I mean, have you ever seen One Piece? Well, I mean, there's like magic and shit in that, right? Well, to be fair, there's magic in Berserk. But like, <laughs> that, was a really, that was a terrible example. <laughs> He's got three katanas. This is a Zanpakuto. No, I, I, yeah. I, I get that. I, I feel you. Um, Do you have a style of sword that you're like, hey, this... Yeah, I mean, big swords are just cool, like claymores, vihanders, flamberges. I mean, I just think they're all just anything that is big and okay. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say big and long because that's gonna be taken out of context by everyone. Including... Big, long, hard. Exactly. Used to penetrate, definitely. More of a thrusting weapon than a slashing weapon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, big swords aren't really good for cutting. Yeah, I guess you're right. I want you to know, everyone, this is play is like looking at me. We already made the Freud joke earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, I'm going to throw this out there, the, the brief, like, behind the curtains here. I'm not looking at you. I'm staring at you very unimpressed fashion. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, yeah, last night, you're like, hey, can you send me some material on what you were going to go on? Mm-hmm. You sat here and dropped, like, six names of swords. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that is a type of sword. Uh-huh. So is that, like... Not just like a broadsword or a zompakuto no. or a katana. You're like, no, here's a flamberge. Here's and the subtle differences in them all. Like, yeah, I like flamberge just because they look cool. Because they look like wavy. Is that the is that the one that almost looks like a crisp? Where it has like the it's like the the wave like it's a wavelength going up and out almost. Um, I'll, I'm about to send you a picture. Oh, okay. Uh, Mrs. Play actually sent me um 
sent me a picture of the Master Master Moon Sword, uh, which is the uh, the traditional sword that became the katana um, mm, by the master uh, by Master Swordsmith in in Japan. Um, and there's some really like interesting. Oh, you recently peeked me into that katanas are dog shit. Oh yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The flame bears. It's almost like the the wavy. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, it's not that they're. It's so it's not that they're dog shit. Um, the so the the big thing if you look at Japanese techniques, Japanese knives, Japanese like metallurgy, right? Where they're they're forming it. Um, you know how the katana is done by folding it over on folding itself, right? It, yeah. So the the ore that they were working with and what and how they were smelting it, they couldn't get it hot enough to get oh, out a lot of the yeah. impurities. Yeah. So their technique. Yeah, they had shit steel was what they had. Yeah, their technique is masterful. Yeah, you, yeah, like, yeah. go get That's them right. some like English. That's probably why they had to make that sort of technique to make up for the poor quality of their steel. Mm-hmm. And then, like, look at their armor. Their armor is a lot of woven armor. It's not necessarily like the plate Metal armor. Plates. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Even though it's the same around the same time period is when a lot of that was happening. So just, just, you know, let's say take like the Vikings or the um the English even who are wearing like plates or um studded leather or or, or uh, like um mail and had you know very simple swords, but simple swords that were incredibly effective mm-hmm. because of the uh, quality of the steel. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, and it, it's one of those things where, like, if if you pick up a Mrs. Mrs. Play actually has a, a set of knives that we that she loves. Mm. Um, they're Mac knives. They're like Japanese tech. Oh, those are like, the really good knives that you have. Yeah, yeah those are the really good yeah. knives we have. Um, like you can look up Shun knives. You can look up there. It's one of those things where that when you look up these knives, you can go on the website and be like, oh yeah, by the way, here's the lineage back to the blacksmith. Like that that Holy that shit. created this. Yeah, it's really. Um, it's it's kind of like the the whole rice joke where it's like uh like just here's the lineage of this one grain of rice, um, <laughs> but here's this craft that somebody has honed. Exactly. Um, I mean, it is. I mean, it's all family passed down like all the time too. You know, mm-hmm. like it's like it's not mass produced shit. It's shit that takes like a month to get to you because it's being made by hand. You know. Oh yeah, it's and they're so gorgeous. Now with um with swords. So you said you were. You were grade school, puberty, made all those jokes, <laughs> Red Wall, um, Naruto. Um, were you ever a Soul Calibur fan? You know what? I've never, ever played Soul Calibur. I remember when the one on the GameCube came out, Link was in it. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. cool. And Soul Calibur 2. And then one came out and had Yoda and Darth Vader in it. And I think that was four. I was like, yep. yeah, that's pretty cool, too. Um, and then the most recent one came out, and there's, like, Geralt and, like, also, like, there's like a bunch of other characters, but what's really in, in, impressive is all like the um custom characters people make, and they look fucking wacky as shit. Oh, it has some. Some of the custom characters are great. Um, that was my first. Uh, like uh, that was one of my first uh forays into into swords because yeah. uh, as we've said, like I'm I'm very new to the character action game. Um, yeah. to the Devil May Cries to Dark Siders. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was like the first game that I got to play where it was like, here's this curved sword that I saw in like Aladdin once, um, the oh, Fauci, yeah. the, um, the scimitar, the Fauci. Yeah. And you see someone doing that in the long, broad movements. And I think I saw mm-hmm. it once in, um, Indiana Jones when the guy gets shot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do you know the, the story behind that scene? I do, but go ahead and say it. Uh, isn't it that Harrison Ford had malaria and he's like, I can't really do all the action shot that we had planned. Was that, is that correct? Yeah, he was he was sick. I think I don't know if it was malaria or if it was a stomach bug. Oh, 
Um, but that's Still why sick. he was sweating so much. Because mm. uh, it, w- it was like, yeah, he's running, but no one else was sweating like he was. <laughs> he was so sick that he just couldn't. So he pulls out the sword and like done, does it to run away. And then I think he literally runs off set to almost go shit himself. Um, yeah, it was it was apparently quite brutal. Damn. Um, and it's one of those things where, and, and it's to your to your credit, when we first got in, and you're like, I'd prefer a gun, and it's uh, yeah, <laughs> it it is. It's like, yeah, there there's that scene there for you. You can't you can't cut through this. This isn't exactly. the Matrix where he does that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you have? So we, we talked a little bit about that and, and the pass down. Um, do you have a favorite like sword of legend or? Um, or like mythos surrounding like a, a different sword there for you. Favorite um, sword of legend. Yes. Um, strictly talking in like a literary sense. No, you can. I you know what? I don't care. Let let go okay. ahead. Because no, in a literary sense, because I haven't read in a long time, I need to start reading again. But the Ulfbert sword is pretty cool. You know about that? I do not. What is that? Um. It was basically like the first kind of steel that was made by the Vikings, and it just produced a really high quality blade. Um, I think I think that's there's definitely more, but I'm I'm blanking out on it. So let me do like a quick little Google search here. The Hurt Sword. Oh shit. Um. I want you to know the first thing that I pulled up was Altair Sword, and I'm like, that is. <laughs> that is really cool, but that's not what I'm looking for. U L F B E R H T. Um. Da, 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 da. Oh wow! Yeah, a... and they just oh, have these. Very... They have Ulfbert and scripted on them, and they're just um. And there's only like 170 um, authentic ones, and, and they just really... look. They just have that sort of like typical broad blade, short handle Viking sword look. That I think looks really cool. Yeah, it's like similar to like the Roman Gladius or yeah, exactly very short, meant for chopping and getting on to the next person. Yeah, yeah. Except the Gladius was meant to, like that. That those swords. Have you ever seen? Um, have you ever seen uh, Attack on Titan? Yeah. You know how they they have to like change out their blades. Yeah. Because so those swords were so cheaply made that like you'd hack twice and you'd ha- like you might cut off somebody's arm, but the blade's gonna be in the other half of the arm at the same time. Like you, really? you, you yeah, they they would fall apart just because uh, they, they were so were... mass produced. Because like yep. everybody was like a conscripted force. Yeah, interesting. Yep. Uh, unless you were like a, a legionnaire or or, or, or like, like a centurion or something. Yeah, you probably yeah. had de- more decent weapons. Um, which is which is really cool. I also liked um. There's a uh, it was done in. Uh, the Night Angel trilogy, which is my like my favorite go to mm-hmm. uh, reading material by Brent Weeks, uh, where he talks about like swords being somebody's legacy. So it's your inheritance, but it's also your cast. So if you have mm-hmm. like a, a simple like you know poor iron sword, versus just like a sword, sword that's like blade cross hilt handle, you're a peasant. You're a peasant, but like not even that. Like so, you could have a simple sword, but let's say it's like very fine steel. And that's what's handed oh, down. Oh, gotcha. Like, you. okay. Like, sure, it's simple, but... There's more, it, like, nuance to it. Yeah, and okay. that was always something that I liked there. Um, I was like, I, was, I had to think about that. Uh, do me a favor, because I said I was going to have you do this. I want you to go ahead, because um, we're going through, like, this this playthrough of, of character action games, and uh-huh. we're going through something else. But one of the next ones I want to tackle after we get to the, the two that we're on now, or the two that we're going to be going through soon, mm-hmm. look up Chaos Eater chaos eater 
Yeah. You can even do Chaos Eater Sword. Chaos Eater Sword. Oh, shit. I spelled that. There's a fucking, like, equal sign in my word for some reason. I'm so bad at typing. Chaos Eater? Oh, found it. What the fuck? Oh, that's a sword from Darksiders, isn't it? That is the sword from Darksiders that yeah. War actually walks around with. Uh, yeah. I actually, so um, playing, uh, currently streaming um, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, Re-Reckoning, actually, the, the remake. Um, and I... How's it going, by the way? Uh, I fought with it for two hours last night. Um, oh, shit. So not oh, well. I, uh, I, I was having an issue with uh, with Elgato, so I, had to, I, I got over to a new streaming service to use. Gotcha. Um, that's free, so it worked out. I was talking um, about the game, but I'm I'm sorry you had technical difficulties. Oh, it's fine. The game is going great. I, okay, I absolutely good. love it. I I if you have a chance to play it, like even if you just want to download the original and get the all of that and the DLC for like you know ten bucks, yeah, highly recommend it. Um, I'm I'm excited for the new one because they're putting new DLC in it. But oh, they nice. have they do they break down swords to classifications, and you'll relate to this. You have your you have your long sword or your or your basic sword. Mm-hmm. Um, you have your daggers mm-hmm. um you have fey blades which are like gauntlets where you hold them and it's like picture your hands outstretched into fists okay and your whole handle and then off one side is a sword and off the other side is a sword and you'd carry two of those so it's okay. it's super dumb and i love it um <laughs> and then they have great swords which are your giant Big, like high hit high damage yeah high um character i'm building is using one of those and it had, the sword i use actually looks a lot like that um, oh, cool. Uh, and it, it just in the simple design there. Is it supposed to, or is it just coincidence? Co- more coincidence. THQ Nordic oh, okay. did do the remake or the re-release, and um, so the combat's been cleaned up a little bit. And gotcha. I actually enjoyed Darksiders combat, and I know that's a almost a blasphemous statement to make. Um, well, is but, it bad? <laughs> um, it's not platinum. Okay. But at the same time, like it's gotcha. it, it came out is the time simple? where it's like, huh? Is it simple? Yeah, it's a lot of timing. Combos out the ass. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's Um, probably something. Yeah, I mean, because like you said, you weren't really deep into those kinds of games, so it probably helped you like dip your toe in, you know. Mm -hmm. And I can now run through some combos in that game. I can I can do some combo videos on on that main care on the characters from uh, (laughs) one, two, and three uh, because it's just really enjoyable. Um, But I fell in love with that style there. So it's super. That that's one more time. If you guys haven't seen it, the Chaos Eater Sword from Darksiders. Mm -hmm. It's built like a traditional Zompakto, not going from the bleach. Uh, method to it but um zompakto is where these giant cavalry swords uh you might get two Anti-cavalry swings out of it swords. anti-cavalry swords because they're meant to like outplay a spear weren't they not i thought they were they, they were literally cavalry like it, it was meant to like if you're charging with a horse i'm gonna right. swing at your horse legs. i know but i thought like the length of the blade was to like play around a spear that a cavalry would have a cavalry would have maybe like it, yeah but like fuck the legs yeah i mean yeah um because either way, like that that horse is still galloping at you, and that spear still exactly. got range, so I'm probably gonna die. Um, but the sword is is almost like a spearhead or a, an arrowhead at the tip, and then you mm. get the rest of the going down and around. Um, and you'd swing it so the the front end would be weighted. That mm. way, when you're swinging, get the full centrifugal force into somebody. Gotcha. Um, and I I don't know what it is about that. Like it has no hilt. I absolutely love that design. Mm-hmm. Um and. Uh, if you watch Bleach, I thought Bleach did a great job with that. Um, are yeah. you familiar with that at all? Uh, not. I never got into Bleach. 
Um, wasn't my thing. That's fine. If you ever, if you ever want to like dip your toe into bleach, literally just YouTube like bleach fights. Oh, okay. Yeah, like don't, 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 don't. Some of them are very good. Some of them are very dumb. Oh, it's um, very shonen, very mixed bag. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely very, very shonen. Um, not like a uh, Hunter Hunter or something else with that. I think I think some other really good shows with that. But uh, the sword is a representation of who you are. The main character Ichigo has a sword, um, and his sword is massive. And that's not even in its bankai, or the sword's called a zanpakuto, and it's not even in his bankai form. It looks just like a giant butcher knife, like extended okay, that's, out. That's a giant like cleaver looking one okay yeah um almost like a pyramid head sword yeah yeah. and his is they go like who's this guy running around with a sword without a hilt like how how could you be that way like you have no defense um and then like as it, it's i always found it actually really interesting that it's like nope and then you you see his character and it's like no his character is just like nope i'm run up and punch into this situation yeah um but yeah so i i really enjoy that do you have now, how many games have you played, would you say, probably with swords? I know you said uh, oh, younger people. Oh, Jesus Christ, Chris. I don't know. <laughs> Can't even, like, round that All one of off. Them? I don't fucking know. <laughs> played every game with a sword ever. I have, like, 1,200 hours into Skyrim, so that's, like, half my life right there. How many swords does Skyrim have? Fucking a million, dude. Well, okay. So, are they... I'm sorry. Are they, like... Because some games will be, like... We have swords, and it's like here's your broadsword, here's your scimitar, okay, here's well, your, and it's. Wait, have you ever played Skyrim? Oh, you didn't really like Skyrim. There is like I, different kinds of metal, mm-hmm. and like there's maybe like let's just say there's ten different kinds of metal. So there's a sword for each kind of metal. There's a dagger for each kind of metal. There's a a hand axe. There's a war axe or a battle axe. There's a war hammer, and there is a long sword or a broadsword for every metal. So, however many permutations you can get out of that. So it'd be like broadsword myth roll. Yeah, like iron okay. broadsword, steel broadsword, daedric broadsword, yeah. Okay, okay. So that's that's about what I was expecting. Because you're like, there, there are a million. I'm like, all right, are there millions or are they just like new Oh, metal? yeah. And then there's, okay. I mean, there's like different, there's like unique looking weapons, which are, you know, you know how games are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's And that's kind of why I was going with where I was with yeah. that one. Do you have, okay, do you have, um, we'll start with games. Oh, you know what? Do you have a, a sword like an iconic sword? It can be any sword, any genre that you're like, that's a really cool sword. Like maybe now as an adult, tastes have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, or anything that's always been cool to me. I feel like that's sort of a cop out answer because of course, but actually I was I was really hoping you were gonna say that. Um, okay, cool. <laughs> and and this is why. What how many Zeldas have you actually played through? Um more than five. Did you, so? Can you go ahead? Because I, I have not played. I have not played a uh, Zelda outside of like Ocarina of Time. Oops, sorry about that. Uh, Ocarina of Time and um, really Link's Awakening. Oh um, yeah, you did play Link's Awakening. That's right. If you were to go through and like, what what is the history of the the Master Sword? Um, don't know how it got created, but the whole thing with it, like, is explained in, um, Skyward Sword, mm-hmm. where there's always going to be a Link, there's always going to be a Zelda, and there's always going to be a Ganon. Um, because, like, Ganon's, I guess, like, 
Mm, essence isn't probably the right word. Yeah, but essence probably is the right word. It is called demise. And like mm-hmm. at the end of the game, he's like, ah, I curse your bloodline and then fucks off and dies. Um, so, As most films do. Exactly. Um, so whenever I, I, I mean, I guess whenever Ganon shows up is when the master sword shows up. So, but no, where is, where does it come from originally? I don't fucking know. Fucking the ether. I don't know. <laughs> Are, are you are you aware of of what the sword is called before it's called the master sword? Um, I don't. Well, I mean, in some games you power, you have to repower up the master sword, but mm-hmm. the master sword is always the master sword. The master sword. So, if we're going, um, I think it's Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Okay. Um, which it might be canonically the the first or second Zelda game. I have um, no after- idea where fucking. Um, uh, link to the past falls on a timeline. The timeline's so fucked up. I, I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to find it because I know that there are like two or three. Um, there's, there's, like, original... there's like four, three or four different timelines. Yeah. Um, it's called, it's called uh, the Sword of Evil's Bane. Oh yeah, that's just like a nickname of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's like its moniker. See, I always thought that the Master Sword was the nickname. And it's like, all right, well, we're like, I have the Sword of Evil's Bane. And it's like, dude, you that, can't. Like, yeah, you yeah, gotta. Yeah. We got we gotta find something for that man. No, it's um, the master sword, the sword of evil's bane. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. I always thought it was the the other way around. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, now, because you said powering it up, uh, I take it you played Wind Waker. I have played Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Yeah. Wind Waker is probably I, I just, I've never played it, but I've seen mm-hmm. I, I I've at least watched like three let's plays of it, um, including like the best friends. Huh? It's a fun game. I've heard nothing but great things about it, yeah. and. Uh, Probably the best let's play of it is uh is Game Grumps with uh Danny and uh, uh Aaron. Yeah. Um where they're just taking photos of like fighting Ganon. Oh yeah. That was a long time ago. Oh yeah, it was. That I'm, I'm doing a out, like, here. I can't, that remake came out like when the Wii U was still the hotness. Yes. Um but you had to power that sword back up because um it yeah, had yeah. been used to seal off Hyrule. Exactly. It had been locked away and sealed off for so long, yeah. And you sort of have to do, you have to like repower it up in Phantom Hourglass, which I think is maybe not the sequel to that game, but like maybe a spiritual successor or some I, shit like that. It's all—it's also Toon Link, but you have to re, you have to boost, power it up again. That game's pretty fun too, honestly, if you just want like a little Zelda game to pass the time on a DS. Oh, I mean, and a lot of the games are really good for that. Um, and then I, I know like, uh, oh God, what's the one that you're currently, that you've played uh, with like Calamity again? Um, do you have to repower it up? Do you have to repower it up in that one? No, but um, it's been locked away for so long because the time between the calamity and where you are now it's a one hundred year gap. Link's mm-hmm. been like stasis for a hundred years, so you do have to repower it up, and you have to have a minimum of I think thirteen heart containers to um power it up because it like drains your life force. Oh wow! Power itself up, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, if you're if you're going like the hero of time. It, it makes sense that you would get like that the hero time and life containers make sense. Like, are how, like, are you getting lives from past selves? Like, you get, I think like, it's just like, it's like stealing your life force to power itself back up because when you find that it, it's all rusted and like, like, uh, chipped up and shit. So I think it's like actually draining your life to power itself up. Um, but uh, what I loved from, from a uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker when they powered up that sword is the first thing it gets is the sword like the sword's dull when you when you mm-hmm. see it like it, it's gray almost yeah, yeah first power up it has this brilliant white mm-hmm. and then the second power up 
the wings of the hilt unfurl. Hilt flop out, yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it 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 looks super cool when it's um all said and done. The Master mm-hmm. Sword always looks cool to me. The purple, hey. there you go, some purple representation in video. Oh yeah, the the purple, bluish purple, yeah. Purple, um, yeah. And I think that's one of those great swords. And and when you say it, like, and you go like, he curses your bloodline. I'm like, they're going back to the beginning just so we can get back to that like quick literary track. Is hey, look, you have the inheritance of your bloodline is doomed. Here's your sword. Exactly. Um, I mean, I guess that, I mean, when you said that, yeah, you'll never forget that I'm seeing that like pretty much everywhere now that I know what it is. It's, uh, and honestly, like, uh, I can even go into like, let's take a look at, let's, let's take a look at, um, at Metal Gear Rising. Do you, do you mind if I quickly, um, I'm going to, I'm going to use the term tear it apart literary, but it's, I'm not tearing it apart. Okay, go ahead. All right. So Raiden comes in, right? Raiden gets his ass kicked and he's like, okay, well, I can't keep being this person who I was. Um, so if we, if we were to take him on the hero's journey um, and he's going through fighting these people, he becomes the reluctant hero. Cause he's like, nah, my, my sword's a, a tool for justice and a tool mm-hmm. for this. Um, enter Jetstream Sam. Okay. Jetstream Sam looks at him and goes like, no, you're denying your, your, your weapon. It's purpose. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's no, it's, it's a tool of justice. And he's like, bullshit, dude. It, it's a, it's a weapon. Like mm-hmm. you don't, you don't say it's a justice weapon. It's a weapon for justice. It's, still, now, yeah. it's still a weapon first. Exactly. Um, so Jetstream Sam there takes on this, this moniker of the, the old wise one, like the Merlin esque, if you will, okay. um, where he's going to get that. You play through that game. Eventually, like your sword, your original, like your original self breaks, mm-hmm. and you're not strong enough to do it. And then it becomes, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Then it becomes the actualization of who you are, who you're meant to be. And we we start to see this during the the monsoon fight, mm-hmm. where he's like, no, he goes, all right, you guys, you guys want me to be? Let let me become the person that you're telling me I actually am. Exactly. And he goes, it's time for Jack to let it rip. And that is Raiden's point, where it's like, okay. You are no longer Raiden from Metal Gear Solid Four. You are no longer Raiden from the beginning of this game. You are now a whole new character, uh, and also an old character because I mean that's what he was when he was a child soldier too. You mm-hmm. know, he was good at killing people with knives. Like that was his thing. You know, was Jack the Ripper. And then you you come to you come to the point where you meet Sam, and now Sam has been your mentor, um, albeit abstractly, but he's he's yeah. been like agonistic mentor yeah yeah he's, he's like he's like no you get on my level and then exactly. you do and then at the end of the game when it's like okay the chips are down here comes out here comes out the real sword here comes out the the actual portion of who you are and i like the fact that one of the things like when, when you see that because we lose the the military aspect of raiden's sword in the beginning it because it goes from being like this unique different sword to a, a kind of a katana and i feel like that's sort of his loss as a personality as a soldier and more of into i guess what he thinks he is now you know and then we get to we get sam sword mm-hmm. and it still has that soldier feel because it like the, the 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 i'm gonna say the receiver the hilt exactly, yeah is a receiver for an m4 and you yeah. fire it mm-hmm. um it's this really beautiful 
transformation like it's a it's a like you you can follow the hero's journey you can see the inheritance of the sword of him being like okay here you are at this this point and it's like this would be the sword that he would like hang up in his dojo or hang up like in his in his home exactly and there's there's the family lineage passed down to you and sam i think like for him it's actually a family family lineage it's not necessarily the sword yeah technique so yeah, there's a there's a hot, dirty take of. Uh, oh, I mean, I, I feel like that was a very good deconstruction of. I mean, of basically where we are up until the game, you know. That's so good. I'm so like I'm so excited that you. I was like, hey, you were like, let's play this one. I'm like, all right, let's play this one, and, and it it is such a beautiful, very fun. Yeah, it's a fun game. Beautiful game for that. Now, um, so you said the Master Sword. Um, now the Master Sword. Have you played like a Majora's Mask or, um. I think Majora's Mask is the only one. Uh, how do you feel about like um, having this this uh, this sword? Let's say, um, what about like Cursed Blades? Uh, how do you feel about that? Um, Interesting. Well, how are they cursed? Um, I feel like that has a lot to do with it. Because if it's just cursing you and draining your health, I think that's kind of stupid. But if it's like cursing you with like, you know, like endless power, but sort of like Soul Edge, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it, because I mean, I know a little bit about Soul Calibur. It like it'll take you, it'll completely transform you to something that you never thought you would be. But it gives you complete, unchecked, like unrivaled power. Then I feel like eh, it's a pretty good trade off. Um, the that's actually the story of uh, it's like Seafried, I think is his name. Seafried, um, I think. Yeah, and you and everyone else knows him as Nightmare because he yeah he goes on the quest to find the Soul Calibur. They find Soul Edge on accident. Gets Soul Edge, and then he's like, "I still have to go back to my, my this area and save it." So he takes Soul Edge with him because why not? The sword has an eyeball. Because fuck yeah, it. it's super <laughs> strong. Because um, I was even thinking that, or if you've ever played um, uh, Ninja Gaiden, or uh, there's a game out there called Shinobi on the PS2, and I think this the sword is supposed to be Masamune. Um, mm-hmm. Is the is the name of the sword? It's this cursed sword um, that two two best friends two brothers like have to fight at the very beginning of the game um one strikes down the other mm-hmm. and, it, and it kills him and what that does is that that pacifies the sword so what he does is um the loser has to take that sword and uh if i'm not mistaken he he has to like either commit sebuko or something like that with it and the sword drains his life force into it so when uh-huh. the game starts and he, you go out and these demons are attacking you fight this ninja that is reverse color of you. He's the white version of what you are and you mm-hmm. slash him. And then the sword awakens and goes, you never killed the sacrifice for me. And so the sword starts draining your health and you have to do combos and take out people in a certain amount of time to get the blood. Otherwise, if the gauge fills up, it just instantly kills you. That sounds stressful as shit. As a kid, it was, it's a really, really like brilliant concept. Cause it's, you know, that it's a really smart. Yeah. It's your like ninja gate, and it's your like you know close. You close the sword in the sheath, and then everything slashes and breaks. And mm-hmm. um, so that was always a, a really cool one there for you. Um, do you have any any like it can be video game mythical sword like that you're like oh that's always a cool one because it's supposed to do to do this thing. Um, uh, one of my favorites is like uh, we could go into like the the gun blade from Final Fantasy or even the key blade from Kingdom Hearts since we're going uh, through that. Gotcha. Um. You know, nothing immediately springs to mind when I think of something like that. 
when you said Gunblade and Keyblade, like those are the only two examples that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, I, I was thinking about that one for a second. I was like, oh, there's got to be a sword. Um, I enjoyed the sword from, uh, I think it's God of War 2, um, which I think is supposed to become Excalibur later, but it's the sword that uh, Kratos like pours his power into, um, like all of his godly power uh, <laughs> in order to fight Zeus. Um, I enjoyed- oh. This is a blue one that you get. Yeah. Um, I've I've always enjoyed that. What about um, what about Dishonored? What did you feel about the sword from Dishonored? I, I, can you even really call it a sword? It was like a switchblade on it. I mean, it was just like a short sword. I thought it was really cool. I liked it a lot. I thought it was supposed to be like a rapier, like a like it was because you're you're like a it's steampunk post-victorian era but it it was still that like i always just thought it was like a small like sort of i don't know just like a small like knife just like slip in between ribs real quick because like i mean unless you play the game wrong like i did the first time you're not supposed to really like be in open combat oh no you're you're 100 correct like i i enjoyed it because i i like i like doing counters and getting the parries down yeah yeah. Um, so it, for me, I was like, "Oh, this is this is really cool," and I I greatly enjoyed that weapon because um, I think it's supposed to be like a hand and a half sword for you. Um, but I just loved how he flipped it out. And you're right; it was it was like a switchblade and then an yeah. exacto knife at the same time. Exactly. It was, yeah. I, I thought that was it was really cool. It was, it was so good. Um, and then let's go to if we're gonna like we'll use the last little bit of time because I figured um, we've talked about the history swords, talked about like our our past with swords. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any sword that you could like gush over? Like, just look how cool this sword is or how cool this sword was. Not really, but I mean, I tend to like simpler looking swords over than like something like extravagant. Um, like I can't think of like some like regular ass looking sword, like Excalibur is not really explicitly said to be like this, like beautiful weapon. Is it? Um, no, it's, uh, do you ever see, did you ever actually see the, like the return of the King movie? No, I haven't. Um, if, if you were to look up like return of the King sword, okay. um, it, it, that would probably get your, your closest to Excalibur because, um, like Tolkien went to Oxford. Um, okay. Well, there, there's a good example. Um, hold on. Continue talking though. Sorry. Um, Tolkien went to Oxford, uh, and he, he, there's 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 theories that he wrote a lot of his his stuff based on different aspects of Oxford. Like there's a um, the the dormitory and, and the school that he went to because there are different colleges that you can be at within Oxford. Um, one of them, uh, like if you looked oh, into the, did you mean Return of the King as in Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I thought we were talking about Andrew. Yeah. I fucking love how Andrew looks, dude. That shirt looks so cool to me. So, yes, I guess, I guess there is... Yeah, that's the Aragon sword. Yeah, I guess okay. there is a sword I can gush over. Very clean line work, very simple wrappings. Cool, yeah. It's super simple, yeah. Um, do you have... Do you have a, a least favorite style of sword? No, I'm not a big fan of, like, the wide-bladed ones. I mean, scimitars can look kind of cool sometimes. Um, just things that look stupid. Honestly, I don't like things that look stupid. <laughs> if that, I mean, if that gets you anywhere, 
like is that like are we talking are we going like the buster sword um so it's kind of cool though but yeah that is something stupid some just and i guess i'm gonna sound like a bit of a hypocrite for this because i like berserk so much but something that doesn't look like it can be feasibly used is sort of bordering on kind of dumb to me you showed me some of the swords he gets before he gets dragon slayer like when he's when he's actually with the band of the hawk yeah and you're like yeah this is one of his swords i'm like that is so fucking dumb yeah yeah they do look because they're so narrow is they're not they don't have the same like thickness you know same girth <laughs> oh this is gonna be a fun episode we're gonna listen yeah. to this later like oh why do we do this episode um do you have do you have any style or uh, like sword fighting um sword play like maybe when you were younger you were like i you know i like that's like it just wasn't as cool to you it wasn't as like romanticized um and now like as an adult you're like no that's that's actually really cool sword fighting in general i mean i think i think i kind of went where you're going um where you said it sounded like you were saying that like sword fights looked cool as shit like when you were a kid um and like well maybe i don't know what you're talking about maybe you could like (laughs) tell me again before i look like an asshole no you're good um so for me like as a kid um like as an adult one of the cool styles i think there is is like fencing not um, not oh. like wrong sword fencing, but like actual. Like, I have a rapier. I have a saber. Uh, we're doing this yeah, on a yeah. ship. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's kind of cool. Like Pirates of the Caribbean, kind of. Yeah, Count of Monte Cristo, Three yeah, Musketeers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, like as a kid, I'm like, wow, like look, look at that little like, look at like I'm gonna go get a katana and I'm gonna cut so cool. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. I see what you mean. Okay. What I thought you were asking is. Like, what do I think of, like, sword, sword fights between when I was a kid and now? And what I was going to say is I used to think they were, like, so flashy and cool when I was a kid. But now, I mean, I know that a sword fight didn't last more than, like, two seconds. Like, you either got hit or you didn't. And, like, <laughs> like um, oh, fuck. I can never remember what they're called, but um, the samurai movies. Oh, the, the Kurosawa films? Thank you. Yeah, where they're just, like, standing in a field. And then they run at each other, and then Wolf one falls over. I feel like that. I mean, that's pretty accurate, is it not? Because like, really doesn't take much to kill somebody. It, it doesn't. There's um, I, I read that um from uh, all you need is kill uh during one of our last sessions where we were playing it. Um, and they talk about the masters who fought like a thousand battles or five hundred yeah. battles, and uh, I I want to say it's done in. Did you ever watch Roni Kenshin? You know, I watched the first episode, thought it was tight, and then never watched it again. You should watch Roroni Kenshin. If you see something that looks similar called Samurai X, don't watch that. Okay. Um, it's it's a, a bad translation, but the uh, manga Samurai X is better than the Roroni Kenshin novel. Okay, uh, I thought or, I thought you were going to say uh, it's it was like a bad translation of Roroni Kenshin. I was like, it well, is. I mean, the English dub is a pretty bad translation of Roni Kenshin. Oh no, it's it's Batosa because in the English dub it's um Batosai the Bandslayer in Roni Kenshin. It's Batosai the Slasher in Samurai X. Like it has uh, enough changes and the voice actors just aren't right. Gotcha. Um, but they in Roni Kenshin, one of the they they depict it like the first episode and later on when he fights like one of the you learn that the Batosai, um the manslayer, mm-hmm. uh it, it's it's not it's not the manslayer. He is a manslayer. Oh, oh. But there were manslayers. Um, wait, wait, referring to Kenshin or? To Kenshin, yeah. He's, he's Tosai the manslayer. Yeah, um, yeah. But 
like third season, you learn that there are manslayers. Um, oh, with like similar conditions to him because he is like like fucked up PTSD, right? Like that's his whole thing. He does, and then he's got um like he's got a his his sword is called the reverse blade sword. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so when he swings him, it like normal, like, triggers himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it's during one of the final ones, like you watch him, like when he fights and he actually has to draw. Um, when he draws the sword out normally, it's a dull side. But when he draws it out reversed, the draw is more awkward. And when he flips it out, though, it's actually the blade of it because the sword is is now the reverse blade sword is being used correctly. Mm-hmm. And the, like one of the final fights is just him standing there and he goes through and you, you watch him do a ton of things where like he's fighting at one point he fights a guy who's called the thunder because he brings the sword down and he shatters something like three feet away because of the, the, the velocity of it. And when he fights him, you see him do the thing and the, the other guy goes, they're, they're like, no, he's got to win. Look how much stronger he is. Like he, mm-hmm. he shatters this and he goes, no, I'm, I'm going up against a real master compared to myself. Like what I did was a parlor trick. This is somebody who ends fights in a swing. Like, yes, I can do that, but right. it's only in very like instances where I can do that. Exactly. Yeah. No. Interesting. I do need oh. to watch that. You know, it, you should because I would love to do an entire like, hey, let's let's talk about that. I think it's on either Hulu or it's Netflix. On Hulu. I have it saved on Hulu. Oh, uh, you! T- I will go through and rewatch that too. Um, okay. Because uh, I would I would do an entire podcast on that because of how how brilliant it is, um, especially for you liking sword fighting and knowing. I thought it was cool. Like I said, I thought the first episode was tight. I just didn't watch past it for some reason. Uh, it's anime. It happens. I did that with Vinland Saga too. I was like, "Oh, this is amazing." Anyway, Vinland, <laughs> <laughs> that's on Amazon, isn't it? Yeah. Where anime goes to die. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, psychopaths is on there. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're hitting our hour mark. Uh, do you have any uh, finishing thoughts on swords? I don't think so. I think we had a pretty good chat today. I do too. I'm sorry for dominating so much of that, but oh no, you're totally fine. You know I'm kind of quiet anyhow. <laughs> the bold faced lie of the podcast. Oh well, you, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I know what you. I know. I know exactly what you're saying there. Um, so I guess I guess the question would post out to the to the to the winners and to the listeners is: uh, Do you have a favorite type of sword? Yeah. You have a favorite type of sword play. Mm. You have a sword that you think is really really dumb and really really cool or um anything of a similar nature please let us know because um like i didn't even get into uh uh the red queen or uh the uh, yamato or, or the yamato or uh or rebellion red um, queen red queen is the sword that uh that uh uh nero uses in uh in devil may cry 4 and 5 oh the sword with the it's so dumb it's so cool oh but it's the, so dumb oh, oh yeah with the like the motorcycle throttle on it oh my it's so dumb but it's so I never cool. i never got that shit down i was like oh i can rev it that's cool i guess and i never used it because i can never get it right with uh with the ps5 um so we'll do that because we'll, we'll end on that because i i love metal i love um devil may cry 5 mm-hmm. um and I, I'll probably end up getting it again on the PlayStation 5 instead of, like, the Xbox. I wonder if they'll just give it to you because you bought it on last gen already. Well, I bought it on Xbox. Um, 
Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, you just said that. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> they changed the uh, they changed the mechanic for um, for controllers. Uh, I showed you that last time when you look at a PlayStation uh, Four controller, the way the Rumble Pack works. Oh yeah. The haptic feedback. So I, I kind of um, spoilers for everyone on the channel. I, I want to do one off some one off series. Is mm-hmm. we're we're working on a name for that. Where we just like, hey, let's let's look at this. This wouldn't be fun for a, a let's play, but like here's like three episodes. Um, the haptic feedback in that though is now it's no longer the rumble where it's like it's a loud rumble, it's a soft rumble. Mm-hmm. It is. It's like hey there's this buzz right here and it might be fainter. So what'll happen is as you start to hit the enemy, you hit the trigger and you can begin to do exceed, which oh, is the move where you rev right. it as you go through. Yeah. I remember now. Or if you're playing uh demon souls and they're yeah, swinging was, down. Yeah, was thinking, oh, cause you said it like trivializes the combat in that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Huh. So yeah, um, that's where we'll end it. Uh, it's like that's one of my favorite swords. Uh, I, I will say, like um, you said, your favorite sword is the Master Sword. Uh, oh, I, oh, my favorite sword is Dragon Slayer. Okay, it would be Dragon Slayer. Um, my favorite sword, um, as uh, just based on uh, a lot of extra reading that I've done and a lot of uh, like deep diving and, and looking into it, is actually Kylo Ren's lightsaber from the new trilogy, really? the sequel trilogy. Yep. Um, Why? Uh, so the, uh, the Kylo Ren comics came out, um, because of course they did. Uh, and when he gets that lightsaber, um, the whole, the whole changing of a, of a lightsaber crystal, um, is it it gets assigned to you and the lightsaber kind of turns the color of, of who you're meant to be. Um, and when you're a Sith, you pour all of your energy and it's negative and what have you into into the to the crystal and the crystal bleeds and Mm. it makes the crystal turn red uh you can purify it again but then it just stays white which is what ahsoka tano gets um dude sith would be so fucking tight i i'd rather like i i would be a sith just because i'd want to use all forms of the force yeah Um, i don't have to like like i don't have to be accountable i would still be accountable but i I, like like look dude if i can force lightning a crowd and be like, okay, well, everyone's now subdued because you've all been slightly electrified. Anyway, like, I just them all at once too. Yeah, like fight, and fight. No crowd. <laughs> yeah, fight, fight, uh, fight smarter, not harder. Like just you know, but for like, I also would just use force push like an asshole. Would be like, like someone's like trying to reach for something, just keep pushing it like slightly, just annoy the <laughs> shit out of somebody. Your friend's trying to get in the car, and you keep driving up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but Kylo Ren, he takes the crystal. And you watch him start to do that. And one of the things that they show, if you ever watch Star Wars Episode Three, is Hayden Christensen's eyes, Anakin's eyes, change that sickly yellow. And you watch, oh, yeah. um, yep, you watch uh, Kylo oh, Ren before he's, happen. huh? He did that his, his eyes turn yellow? Uh, episode Three. Uh, yeah, right but when? Three. Right after, like the younglings, at, like right after he kills the younglings. Hmm. He walks in, starts killing the younglings, and you notice his eyes change. Like the very next scene, when he's like, "Hey, I want you to go to Mustafar to kill uh, all the all the separatists." Um, but in the comic, Kylo squeezes down on the gem and starts pouring his hatred into it, and then you notice his hand starts bleeding. Mm. And the reason that he's doing this is because his whole his whole conflict is he's named after 
one of the greatest Jedi ever, Obi-Wan Kenobi. His, uh, you know what? We're going to have to talk about this more when we're not <laughs> pushed for time because I'm uh, like interested now. Oh, I can totally do it. Um, I, and, and this will be why I get into it. Uh, and we'll end it after this is, so he, he does this and he's, he's named after that Jedi. His brother or his uncle is Luke Skywalker, the greatest Jedi to ever exist, you know, mm-hmm. because they're all dead. Um, his yeah. grandfather is Darth Vader, the greatest. Yeah, yeah. His grandfather is Darth Vader. His mom is is Princess Leia. His father's Han Solo. Uh, you know, he's got this. He's got all these expectations on him, and, yeah. and he's like, "Who am I?" So he crushes it in his hand, and it begins to get unstable. And he puts it in the hilt of his, and that's why it crackles. And you never see like part of his eye turns red, but his eyes never turn the same color as a Sith. So he's bad, but it's just, who is he? Yeah, like, what is his deal? He, he doesn't know who he is. He, oh, he is completely it. lost, and he's been manipulated the entire time. He's a bad guy. He does some redeeming things, but you're never meant to bad. like him. Say again? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought <laughs> I thought you were, like, thinking or something. I said he is a bad guy, though. Yeah, he, he oh, yeah, he's a bad guy. Like, he comes back as Ben Solo. Um, that's his redeem redemption at the end of um the rise of Skywalker, mm. uh, and he gets to be he gets to become one with the Force, uh, because he comes back and is like, you know what, I I can't let this happen, hmm. uh, and but he throws away his lightsaber, and that lightsaber is a manifestation of all of his insecurities as well as somebody that he's kind of pretending or trying to be, but never really figured out, and that's. That's why I loved his uh, his lightsaber and all of all, all of what it represented. Hmm. It looks mm-hmm. cool as shit too. Oh, it totally does. The crackle, the, the fights with it when it crackles and it's just like, oh, what is this? Why 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 are you holding that? It's gonna explode in your hand. Like, oh, yeah, it's what do you so mean great. It crackles though. Um, go go watch the trailer. Like, look at it. Look at his lightsaber versus, um, like watch the fight scene between him and Ray or him and Finn. His lightsaber crackles. It doesn't. It's not the like wheel and it's like that super clean line. Oh. Like it is, it is unstable. Gotcha. Yep. All right. Winners. And with that, that is where we will end this one. Um, as always, you might've gotten here or, you know, my, we might be clicking the wrong button, but by getting here, you click the right button. Uh, so don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can listen to this on our YouTube channel, wrong button, as well as iTunes and Spotify. Um, and Google Google Music Podcast, uh, almost anywhere that podcasts can be found. Yeah, listen wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you very much for joining me, Nick. I greatly appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Keep it weird.